This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Chase Crawshaw joining me as always. Chase, how are we doing today? Uh, you know, I, I'm good. We, we just did our World Junior Talk uh, on the last episode. This episode, we're going to have a fun interview. Um, this is kind of after Christmas, so we really wish you guys, you know, ho- hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday season. Hope you en- enjoyed your time with your friends and family. Uh, and really, we still got, you know, this week with New Year's Eve, New Year's Day coming up too, so the holidays are still in full swing. So hope you guys stay safe and enjoy yourselves. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's really the best time of year. It, it doesn't compare uh, when it comes to the holidays, you know, New Year's, and especially this year. Like 2020 was shit for everyone, let's be honest. So going into 2021, we've got a vaccine out there. Hopefully, you know, that works out well and, you know, we can kind of try to recover from this global pandemic um and hopefully 2021 is just an excellent year for you if you're listening and you know for for all of us for everyone around there so uh yeah hopefully you guys had a great christmas hopefully you guys have an even better new year's coming up and hopefully we can continue to see some awesome world junior play because even though we're recording this before um we know that world junior play is going to be awesome oh yeah but chase today really special episode jack thompson third round pick by our tampa bay lightning we had him on for an interview it was awesome yeah you know jack's a great kid uh it was fun talking to him we, we hope you guys can get uh get to know him listen to him enjoy it enjoy the conversation and really root for him going forward uh you know he's gonna have a, his ohl season coming up we'll talk a little bit about that in the interview so you know just just like go follow this kid on Twitter. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's at Jack Thompson twenty two. Um, so I'm not remember off the top of my head. Or not. I apologize, Jack. But regardless, when we do this episode, uh, when we, we tweet it out, I'll put his head, uh, Twitter handle in the tweet as well. So you know, you just make sure to go follow him and just really support him as he continues on his hockey career. Absolutely, and I don't know about you, Chase, but my favorite part of the interview was when we were talking about the Bachelorette stuff. Even though you and I are both oblivious to the Bachelorette, we really got to see some true character come out of them, and it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Jack Dick about the uh, Bachelorette to be honest with you, so it's kind of lost. But it, you know, it, it's good to see these these hockey players kind of show, um, you know, like hockey is a sport that a lot of times really lacks emotion or. Um, the hell's the word? Personality is really the word I'm looking for, not emotion. Because obviously, an emotional sport. The lacks personality is the word that I'm looking for. So hockey obviously lacks personality. Um, sometimes you see in interviews, it's just kind of simple answers. Um, but you know, I feel like Jack did a great job. He really kind of opened himself up. He, you know, he told about himself. wasn't afraid to talk about really anything. And then yeah, when we got to the bachelorette talk, he he really kind of lit up and was happy to talk about that. So it was, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then Ethan Cardwell was sitting right there by Jack Thompson. He butted in a couple times, but uh, it's always a fun time with uh, both of these guys. And uh, we had a great interview, and we hope you guys enjoy. Let's listen to it now. Joining the Bolts broadcast today, uh, defenseman with the Sudbury Wolves and recent Tampa Bay Lightning draft pick, Jack Thompson. Jack, how you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me, boys. Oh, thanks for coming. We really appreciate it. 
Uh, so, you know, we, we, we got a few questions for you, uh, you know, nothing too pestering. So if you're good to go and we're good to go. Yep, for sure. All right. So just kind of first general question, uh, you know, kind of tell me about your, your life leading up to your OHL career. Yeah, I played in Clarington, uh, with Cardsy, uh, Ethan Cardwell here, played here for eight years, uh, minor hockey, you know, our team wasn't the best, but, um, we had some fun and some good memories there. And then I was drafted in the second round of Sudbury um, when I was 16. Yeah, not too bad. And so before we like move on to talk about your junior career a little more, I did notice that you played in the Brick. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, the Brick Invitational is like one of the biggest tournaments in the world for ages 9 to 10. Uh, do you remember that tournament at all? And if so, like, just can you like talk about that atmosphere and what it was like? Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite memories of minor hockey for sure. Uh, I've had a great group of guys there and it's in the West Edmonton mall and you're playing in front of just random people that are shopping and they come by and watch. Uh, so it's a pretty cool experience and it's something uh, I'll probably never forget that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like uh, videos and clips of it. I mean, the tournament just looks absolutely amazing. I mean, I was a horrible hockey player, so I never had any chance <laughs> of playing in it, but it, it looked like so much fun. Yeah. For, it was, it was awesome. Uh, it's yeah, for uh, in the summer too, which is nice. Yeah. That's sweet. Hey, Jack, so you mentioned that you were the 30th overall selection, second rounder uh, to Sudbury. Uh, what was that day like? How was uh, all the emotions and stuff as well as did you have any clue going into the day that you would be going to Sudbury? Yeah, I didn't really have any idea. I just had some of my family over in the morning. I think it was at 9 a.m. maybe the draft. So we were just watching the draft and I really didn't have any expectations like talked to a few teams before Sudbury, but I actually didn't talk to Sudbury once before the draft, so I didn't really think they were even on the table. But obviously seeing uh, Quinton Byfield go first overall there, I knew I was going to have a lot of eyes on me there, so I was happy when I got to go there. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're a defenseman in the O, uh, but, I mean, you're, you're a decent goal scorer for defenseman. Six goals, your rookie, you're 13 this most recent year. Uh, I mean, do, do you like? Do you remember your first OHL goal, or do you have a certain like OHL goal that really sticks out to you? Because I mean, like 19 goals through two years as a defenseman, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, my first goal actually was against my hometown team, Oshawa Generals, uh, in my home opener in Sudbury. So that was pretty cool. It was uh, just a little point shot from the the blue line. wasn't a very nice goal, but uh, it was something uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm assuming you had uh, some friends and family there too. Yeah, since it was a home opener in Sudbury, I had a bunch of family, probably like 25 people. They had a box there, so it was nice to get the monkey off the back early. That's awesome. For sure. And you got some international experience. You were a part of Canada's U-17 developmental camp. Can you talk about that a little bit, what that experience was like, and, uh, you know, all the emotions having to, you know, be at a camp for your country? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Everyone wants to obviously play for their country, so – that camp meant a lot to me, and um, I met a lot of good people there from the Western Hockey League and the QMJHL, so it was pretty cool. Um, it's pretty tiring camp, honestly. You're nonstop going. You don't have much sleep. Uh, you don't get your phone, but it's a good experience to have and uh, something that I'll probably tell my kids about for sure. So That's how many days does that, does that camp go for normally? Um, I think it's like two weeks. I think it might be okay. a week and a half maybe. It's, it's pretty long, so it kind of drags on a bit, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, no, that's great, man. Uh, so, you know, talk more kind of about your actual junior hockey career. Uh, this year you played in the CHL Top Prospects game. Uh, how was that experience? Uh, did, you know, did you encounter anything new or take away anything 
from that experience. Uh, you know, it, it's kind kind of like you know with uh, the Canada Development Camp playing with uh, guys from the three major junior leagues, but this is a little more of a higher higher level talent game, I guess. So I, I don't know. So what was the experience for you, pretty much? Yeah, it was pretty cool. You watch that kind of as a kid. You always watch the top prospects game to see the the next uh, prospects coming through. So when I got the chance to play for it, it was uh, pretty exciting. We took a plane down there from Sudbury to Hamilton, and then you have a bunch of practices before the actual game. You get a lot of, like, gitch, like uh, backpack, shoes, hoodie, uh, pants. So you get a bunch of cool stuff like that. And then obviously it's kind of a packed house. I think there was, like, twenty or 15,000 people there or something like that. So – it was pretty uh, nerve-wracking, but once the game got on, it was probably one of the most fun hockey games I've ever played, and especially winning. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big barn. I mean, when like when I was with Saginaw's work as an intern, we, we went to Hammer. I mean, they had maybe 3,000 people in the stands, so I can't even imagine that place packed. It's probably awesome. Yeah, it honestly, it looks kind of like an NHL ring, to be honest, with the thing that goes around the middle there and then the upper bowl. So when it looks packed, it was pretty cool. Oh, I bet. And 2020 was a... Uh, we can say strange year, I guess. Um, uh, a very long off season for you guys. Obviously, season's getting canceled. All of sports really getting canceled uh, in early March there, and then the draft didn't take place until October. So, can you talk about the off season? Not particularly the draft, but the off season leading up to the draft. Were you able to talk to any teams, uh, working out stuff like that? Yeah, we were able to talk to a lot of teams through Zoom. I had. A handful, probably a lot of meetings through Zoom and then a few on the phone with different teams. It's obviously you wish you could do it in person and, you know, do all those things like shake their hand, make eye contact, stuff like that. But uh, they did what they could with the circumstances, so it was pretty good. And then obviously a lot of skating and training. Um, I think we've been skating and training for like seven months or something like that now. So um, it's been a lot of the same old, same old every day, but uh, it's been pretty fun. So, so normally in that process, um, like there, there would be a um, what the hell is the word for? Like a, com- a combine. Jeez, that was the word. There, there would normally be like an NHL combine. Um, so, I'm um, since you couldn't do that, the teams have you like try to prove any sort of testing, or do they just kind of ignore that whole aspect? No, I think uh, they couldn't do any of that sort of stuff. It was only the combine they're allowed to test that. So, yeah, I didn't okay. get any of those. Just more questions about um, like your personality and. Uh, maybe like a height and weight question, obviously, but nothing about uh, fitness testing. Okay, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought. And, right, and Jack, so, l- let me uh, let me pick you off of that real quick. Um, do you think you would have beat Sam Bennett in the uh, the the pull up uh, um, combine event? <laughs> yeah, I think I could probably do a few more than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the, the draft time comes around. You find yourself being drafted by our Tampa Bay Lightning, ninety third overall in the third round. Uh, you know. Um, first of all, what was that day like for you? Yeah, it was completely different than the OHL draft. The OHL draft, you kind of know know where you're going or know the area you're going. So I was pretty a lot more nervous for sure for this one. And with COVID, I didn't really have much family over. I just had my Nana and my family uh, over, and we were just watching. Felt like it was going by like really slow. Like the second round took like two hours or something like that. So it took a while, but uh, – you know, once I kind of got near where I thought I might go, it was uh, my heart was racing even more. And then when I got picked, it's just a big relief. Yeah, that's awesome. I I remember watching the draft this year, and holy hell, that day too, it felt like a week. Uh, so I, I can't even imagine being a prospect waiting to be drafted that day. Uh, so, you know, with being drafted, normally uh, there's a rookie camp. Um, I'm assuming nothing like that happened this year? 
Yeah, no, none of that. Yeah. Uh, did Did you guys do anything like at least virtually at all? Or I mean, I'm I'm sure that team's been talking to you personally. But like, did you do anything as a group or? Yeah, we had a, a few Zoom calls with the player development people just to introduce us to everyone, like they would in uh, rookie camp or whatever. So, I introduced got introduced to all of them, and then I've had separate Zoom meetings with like the, like the strength coach, the movement coach, um, the mental coach. So it's been pretty good like that. I also skate with the skating coach Tracy Totten. She's from uh, Curtis as well, so I've been skating oh, okay. with her. So it hasn't been bad. No, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I just want to piggyback off that draft question. Uh, you go to, obviously, our Tampa Bay Lightning, the Stanley Cup champs. How big was that to go to a team that, uh, you know, won't have to rush you? You'll be able to, you know, take your time with the process and really try to develop your game into becoming a a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, obviously, I watched them a lot. Um when they were in the playoffs. So I got a good feel for their team and stuff. And obviously I'm going to need some time to develop. I'm still not fully developed and um, need to mature my game a little bit and work on some things. So it's nice that I have that opportunity to just um, not rush myself. For sure. For sure. And then uh, another question here, obviously the NHL season starting up before the OHL season Uh is there has there been any words at all about maybe possibly attending any camps going into the NHL season with Tampa before you make your uh, move back to the OHL with Sudbury? Yeah, I don't think that's really going to happen just because they have to make sure their numbers are down and they can't bring like they're not going to bring me who's obviously not going to make the team this year and direct their numbers or whatever that. So I think um, they just keep Zoom for now and working with their player development people till things open up. Gotcha. Chase, you're muted. Thank you. Oh, sorry. But um, so I know we talked already a little bit about like your off season this year, but um, like what what like really I just want to talk about a little bit more like you know what did um you do like I I know a lot of places uh rinks were shut down like were you able to stay on the ice uh you know if not did you focus on any sort of like off ice dryland training did you do anything did you do anything really like specific unique that you might not have done normally. Yeah, well, at the start when the rinks weren't open and we were in the lockdown mode, um, me and Cardsy, our neighbors, so we did uh, we bought those Mars blade rollerblades and we did a lot of fun with that in the on the street. Uh, we did some so a lot of biking actually. We did a lot of bike rides. Me and my buddies when we couldn't do much, so I don't really bike often when it's open. So maybe that's pretty unique. And then uh, yeah, I just work out in my basement. Those Mars blades look pretty sick. How are they? Like, do they feel like legit? At the start you can't really get used to it. It takes like a day or two to get used to it. You feel like you're going to fall over every time. But uh, once you're used to it, I didn't really feel like it affected me when I went back to skates either. So they're pretty cool. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. So last question here about uh, the hockey career, and then we can get into some more personal stuff. But uh, if you had to give yourself a comparison, maybe a guy you look at and want to model your game um, like, like they do, uh, who would that be? For me, it's uh, Tyson Berry. Uh, I didn't really watch him when he played in Colorado, but when he came here, he's a right-handed shot, kind of offensive, uh, plays with big minutes, is relied on late in games, and that's what I want to do. So I feel like I will watch him as best as I can and pick things from him. Awesome. All right, so uh, obviously you and Cardsy are pretty good buds. Um, you know, Cardsy, like we're, we're recording this the day before the Ethan Carwell episode is going to release, and you, you'll be in the following week. Um, so, Cardsy is a decent golf golfer from what I hear. Uh, you a golfer at all? 
Yeah, I've been golfing since I was really young. Uh, I golf with them every day in the summer. Any good? Any good? What'd you say? I'm, I'm all right. Maybe I'll, cars. You want to chime in here? Yeah, he's good. Um, can't beat me, obviously. Uh, but no, <laughs> he, he, can, he can play definitely if he actually tried more. Like he doesn't put in as much effort as like most people would, or like care level really. He just goes out and plays for fun. But uh, he, he's a player. He can hit the ball pretty far too. Yeah, I just hit it far, and I usually I'm more of a jokester out there. I'm not worried about my score. No, I, I feel that. I mean, I, I'm a horrible golfer, but yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I just go out there and try to, you know, just have some fun. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm assuming your short game's got kind of rough. I don't know. I, I just looking at you, I feel I feel like you got a rough short game. Honestly, I'm not a good putter, but I can chip pretty well. I got soft hands. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, so, what are some other things you do outside of uh, hockey and golf for free time? You play any video games? You uh, do Sudoku puzzles. I don't know. What are you into? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm not a big video game guy, to be honest. I'm a big Netflix guy or movie guy. I'll watch that every day. Obviously, The Bachelorette's pretty big here right now. So, I've been watching that uh, every week. And then uh, in the summer, I like to go to cottages, have some fun there. For sure. What are you watching on Netflix right now, aside from The Bachelorette? Um, so, sorry, I'm not very accustomed to that. Maybe I should start watching it. But uh, Netflix-wise, what are you watching? Um, I, w- I just finished Money Heist. Okay. I thought that was pretty good. And then I just watched – I love throwback funny movies, like with Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler. So, been watching a lot of those. Awesome. Is Money Heist the one that's in, like, Portuguese or whatever it is? Yeah, but then they have – they, like, voiced over. So, it's kind of weird, but once you get used to it, Oh shoot! Got a call. Sorry, boys. Yeah. I had to, I'm getting my passport figured out right now, so I had to take that. Oh, okay, no problem. I honestly <laughs> thought you were gonna break some big news for us, but uh, passport thing. I mean, that works too. You're gonna go now, though. Let's. I can't hear you very well. You can't. Hear right. Yeah, we're good. Good now. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Um. Alrighty. So. So. I obviously, you know, you decided you're a big bachelorette guy. What is it with, like, I don't know. I feel like you're very specific, like birth year range, like the kind of like the like the oh like I feel like the oh ones to oh threes all just seem to really love the bachelorette for some reason. Like, why is that? Honestly, I have no clue. I got into it with my billets in Sudbury. I watched it with them my 16 year old year, and then I kind of brought it back to a few of my friends here. They Cardsy watches it with his team as well, so we brought it back to our buddies and now. Seems like a bit of a ritual. I don't know why we're into it. I think we love the drama. I mean, I mean, I guess it just, I, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen an episode. I just can, I don't know. I can never get into it. It's just not for me. I think the big question here for Jack is what's better, the bachelorette or the bachelor? Oh, obviously the bachelor. There's more girls uh, to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, so I, I, I've got really one more question for you. Um, I don't know if Mike has anything else or not, but, you know, we, we really appreciate you doing this. Um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you're also a partner with Hockey Gives Blood, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so kind of like what, what has that experience been for you? I, I'm, um, if I'm not mistaken, you just you started up this summer kind of in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yeah. But, you know, what, what, what has that been like for you so far? Uh, what kind of things have you done? Yeah, I didn't really know much about uh, giving blood. Obviously, most kids uh, – are like my age don't really know anything about it so using the platform i had i got contacted by them and then i thought it would be cool to learn about it a bit and uh donate blood because you get to save a life uh, that's not it's an easy process so 
it's been uh, eye-opening for me, and I think that um, even my family, it's been eye-opening for them too, and everyone can just see uh, how important it is. Yeah, no, for, for sure, man. And you're all, you also registered for the uh, stem cell donation registry, right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if you, if you know anything about that process. Now I know literally nothing about that process. So like, ha, like, have you, is that something that you like you donate while you're alive or is that just like something if you like pass? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you do when you're, when you're alive. So you have to put okay. it in your application or whatever you give them, they have your blood information or whatever. And then if, if they need you or if it opens up, they give you a call and then you go in and do that. So I, I haven't okay. been called or anything, but uh, I'm on like, it's kind of like a waiting list to see. I gotcha. Very interesting. Um, so yeah, I had, I had one last question as well. Obviously, World Juniors coming up. Chase and I both super amped about that tournament. Uh, you and Cardsy, big fans of the World Juniors? Oh, oh yeah, we've been watching our whole lives. And then uh, especially this year, I got, I got a few buddies, a bunch of buddies on the team. So uh, I'm rooting nice. for Canada for sure. So are you going to be like really sad when U.S. gets gold or what, how's that going to work? <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Cards is the dual citizen here. We'll ask him who yeah. he thinks is going to win. Maybe he's he's not biased. No, I I'd put up a hondo on Canada. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not that confident. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to match it because you know I'm a college student with no job. But uh, hey, if uh, the Hockey Podcast Network wants to get in on it and uh, make a bet, I'm down. Uh, but I don't know, guys. You got to watch out for Spencer Knight. Guy's going to be, uh, you know. Shutting you down. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, he's a stud. Yeah, he is. But regardless, like, I as much as I like the U.S. team or the Russian team or the Swedish team, Canada has literally two Always skaters that are not first round picks. Always I, how does how does a team like that just just lose? That that that, that would that would be a tough look, especially when you yeah. have Quinn Byfield and Kirby Doc and Dylan Cousins and Cole Perfetti, all these guys that are borderline NHL talents. A couple of them are for sure NHL talents on this team. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think they'll lose a game, to be honest. Uh, one surprise me. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it if they don't. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all. And we didn't even ask Jack how it was playing with Quentin Byfield. I mean, the guy's a monster. He's huge, and he goes uh, second overall to the Kings. So, uh, how was it playing with him? It, it was unreal, to be honest. Uh, I played against him my whole life in minor hockey. Played with him a bit in summer hockey, so I got to know him pretty well. And then we became. Uh, best friends when we were on uh, Sudbury together obviously I was a bit of a chauffeur he didn't have a license so I had to drive him around to school and the rank and stuff so um, hopefully once he makes the big bucks he'll repay me a little bit but uh, <laughs> he was unreal on the ice for sure we had a pretty good connection I think most of my goals and so far in my OHL career have been assisted by him so um, we had a pretty good connection I mean, it's fair when I feel like that kid, I, you know, I, I'd look at a Sudbury score sheet and I just feel like he had a goal or assist on every single point. Um, but like, what the hell? Jesus Christ, I'm off my train of thought. Sorry. All right. No, no, I got it back. I got it back. So it, he, he's a huge bow tie guy. Uh, Quinn Byfield. Yeah. Is, is that something that like, he tries to like get the boys to do it all? Or he it just made like his thing. He only wants it to be his thing. Yeah. I mean, there's, one or two other guys on my team that'll rock it sometimes, but no one rocks it as much as he does. It's uh, pretty insane. He's got some weird outfits that he wears to the ring, especially home games. Uh, you never know where he's going to pull up in, so it's pretty funny. No, I, I love it, though. I'm all for it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's so. awesome. Well, Chase, I don't have any questions. Uh, he's got, he's got better size than Chase, for sure. 
cards. It's not hard. I, I buy packs of like shirt, like six shirts for ten bucks at Target and wear that around. Nothing wrong with that though, Chasey. You're always looking sharp up in the press box. I appreciate that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a kid. Uh, but yeah, you know, Jack, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Uh, it was a ton of fun and hopefully the fans uh, get to listen and get to know you pretty well. And maybe we'll see you in a Tampa lightning sweater pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully. Sounds good. Thanks for having me boys. Yep. Thanks Jack. Thanks man. All right. We really hope that you guys enjoyed that awesome interview with Jack Thompson and little snippets from Ethan Cardwell. Uh, Jack Thompson, awesome dude. We talked about it a little bit before we heard the interview. Uh, awesome time with him. And, you know, it's, it's awesome that he's going to be playing for our Tampa Bay Lightning uh, eventually here. Yeah, no, that's super cool. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate Jack and Cardsy. Uh, you know, Cardsy helped me with that hookup, um, and then Jack. You know, we appreciate him coming on. Hopefully, we can have you know both these guys back on the show again soon. Um, if, if Jack can stay in front of the show, that'd be great. You know, that's just good for us, good for him. Uh, you know, if, if the more that fans can learn about him, the more they're gonna want to root for him, cheer for him, support him. So hopefully, he can get back on the show soon. Hopefully, we see him in a Tampa Lightning sweater not too soon either, or not too far off, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, both of those guys. Great players, even better dudes, really fun time with them. So uh, like Jay said, hopefully we can talk to them pretty soon here again on the podcast once again. But that'll do it for this episode, guys, uh, with an interview. No hockey name of the day, but uh, we really hope you guys did enjoy that interview. Uh, And we've got some more planned for the future. We'll let you know as they come around. But uh, that'll do it for this episode, Chase. Why don't you let the people know what they can do to support us? You know, as always, guys, if you'd like to be a, become a patron on Patreon and support us that way, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it, it helps us grow as a as a company, as a network, and we, we would love to keep doing that so we can keep doing more great things, just like these interviews. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, that's at Bolts Broadcast. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet, that's at HockeyPodNet. And follow WNP on Twitter as well at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Uh, we're always going to be tweeting out the links to our podcast, so you can just find them that way. Um, you know, you can always like for WNP, you can find us on YouTube. For both broadcasts, you can find us literally like anywhere. So you know, just, just be, you know, always be sure to support us and listen. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to listen to the rest of the Hockey Podcast Network, go to thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts within the network right there. Boom! Click the logo. Listen, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, you know, rate us five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. Leave a like. Uh, reach out to us. Tell us that we're horrible at our jobs. Tell us that we're the best. Whatever you want to do, you know, you know, whatever works for you. Absolutely. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that you have an awesome New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, really hope it's awesome for you guys. Embrace the family and friends that you have around you. Uh, and that'll do it. We will talk to you guys next year crazy to say but yeah we'll talk to you guys next year thanks talk to you later